Going deep. Recorded at the Billy Shear Studio. Not the 30 Podcast. John DeNoir. Bob Walker. Let's get it going here. Brooklyn Nips. We're going deep. We want the world to hear what we got to say. I'm John Noir, and I'm his buddy Bob. Hope you like chick wings. Find us on iTunes. Talking bullshit too, even if it's true. We're going deep. We want the world to hear what we've got to say. Find us on SoundCloud and iTunes today. What's going on, D. Pierce? This is Going Deep with John Noir And Bob. What's good, everybody? How's it going? Oh, it's going all right, man. Yourself? Pretty fantastic. Thanks, buddy. A little tired, but otherwise, okay. How about, how about you? you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always good. I'm a little tired at times. A lot of running around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, How's the last few weeks been? Last few weeks have been, like I said, been a little bit frustrating, but good. Yeah. A lot of running around, like mm-hmm. always, but... Gotcha, gotcha. Southern Ontario living, what can I say? Oh, man. I can... The frustration is definitely here. Everybody's feeling frustrated. What's the? It's the beauty of living in Ontario. <laughs> everybody is frustrated with everybody. Jump on the highway, it's packed, jammed during the summertime because people want to go nowhere for no reason. And then the wintertime, it's jam-packed because people can't drive when it's slushy outside. So, that's, can't win. That's very true. That's very true. Uh, okay, well, you know <clears throat> what? Uh, this is like the best time ever to really jump into weekly frustrations yeah let's, let's give it a go okay john your weekly frustration I, I don't know if you just hit on it or if it's something else what is it 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 has to be the highway again once again the it highway. has to be the highway <laughs> so life farmer frustration has now passed on to you what what exactly is the frustration it's assholes riding your ass mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you pass them because they've done something stupid and you just look at them and they're like shaking their fist at you and it's like well you're the asshole who did the dumb move in the first place that got yourself caught over there in that corner right don't get mad at me because you're a fucking idiot right 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 typical uh typical drivers here in ontario yep okay that's a that's a pretty good frustration to have i feel like that one we're gonna have over and over (laughs) and over again just because we live here which is fine (laughs) my frustration is uh Definitely has to do with mistreating the service industry. Okay. Elaborate. Uh, elaborate. Oh, nothing much. Just went out for dinner with a girlfriend and went to like a <clears throat> your basic like nice chain, like not a fast food restaurant, mm-hmm. but like just a Boston pizza restaurant. Like we're sitting down and just uh, you could tell this one lady who she's ordering stuff off the menu, but you know those people where they have to make so many changes to the thing? Like you're getting a, like like it's a bacon burger, just example. I don't know what she was getting, but just say bacon burger, and it comes with bacon, onions, cheese. She has to say everything that she wants differently. She doesn't want this. She doesn't want that. She wants this. It's like, well, then just do the customized like make your own burger, like you know. <laughs> and then she's giving the waitress server a hard time because I guess she was too long writing it down, and they of course got something wrong. But not their problem. Like, I mean, you're just, like, kind of going off on this little tangent, wanting to make your own meal. 
not too happy with the service. I don't know what you were expecting. We didn't have to. Anyway, so the lady was freaking out, kind of making a scene. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, nobody needs that. Come on. Like, really, over, over a burger, salad, whatever you were ordering, eh, there's no need for that. Uh, as a cook, I make fun of people like that a lot. <clears throat> you, 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 oh, there's no shortage of these. I call them assholes. Sometimes I'm one of those people because I work in the industry, so I know I know the frustration of you going into a restaurant and you're looking through the food. You're like, okay, this is the same fucking thing. This is the same thing. Yeah. This looks good, but also this page, this looks good. This order looks good. Somehow, can I combine the two? Mm-hmm. So I understand some people's frustration, but I'll never give the, the server a hard time if something goes wrong. I'm like, no, it's not exactly what it is. It's good. Thank you. Here's a tip. Someone, uh, Chalupa, <clears throat> beer occasion, he told me I should do an episode on tipping because I hate tipping. I hate, I hate, I hate the whole standard of it. Yes, we've not, had discussions on this. I'm not going. We're not going to cover that topic. <laughs> That's for another episode. I'm not even going to cover it at all. Okay, it's that frustrating. It's that frustrating. I'll get fired up, and the people are like, John, you're a fucking asshole. Right. I'm used to those words, but not doing it. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, so so that was just our little weekly frustration thing. You're gonna find we we you know Ontario is a great place to live. Like. It's super easy. You can pretty much do whatever you want. There's just weekly frustrations. Something we got to vent off our chest every week, and there's always something here. So we've got road, and we've got service industry. Yep. Those are our frustrations. All right. Now that's out of the way. Friggin' people. You people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, not not the people listening. You guys are great. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to cut one thing out right here. Um, what are we cutting out? The Bachelorette. We, Your failed experiment, John. My failed experiment. One, I couldn't... I don't have enough time as it is to sit at home and watch this. Right. Never mind. I don't have enough patience to get through a full episode. I've tried multiple times. I've failed. Yeah. It, it was really hard. Like, I wanted to give it a go. Like, I think it's a funny thing. Like, we're watching a show that we would never watch otherwise. We have no interest in. And we can review it from, like, an outside. But it is hard to sit through, John. To watch on my own, my own time by myself. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, really? I, okay, I can't do this. If someone was there maybe watching it with me, I could probably get through it. Oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> Just, like, it's hard enough to watch any reality show as it is nowadays because... I just think everybody is an attention whore on those, so which they are. I mean, you're on a reality show. I, I'm sure there are some people truly looking for love, but you just want the camera time. It's super hard to sit <laughs> through the Bachelorette, John, and I'm kind of happy that the experiment failed. Maybe we can try again later, and we'll actually like sit down, you know, have a couple beers, and do like a mystery theater where we kind of just sit and openly chirp it while we watch. While I'm recording? Well, yeah, that could be okay. Like, we're going to have to do... Subtitles or something. We'll, we'll do something like that, you know? But it's just, when you and I kind of give each other homework to watch The Bachelorette on our own, it's like, hmm, Blue Jays game, or do I watch The Bachelorette? And then also, it's like, I don't want my girlfriend to walk in on me watching The Bachelorette, and she gets into the show, you know? She sits down, <laughs> then you got someone ask, to watch ask, it with. Yeah, but then what happens if it actually becomes one of her shows? What if I, after years of never having to deal with it, I'm the one who brings on my girlfriend being a fan of The Bachelorette? I have to live with that. I can't complain with it. I made her watch that. 
That'd and be now, now funny. I would have to sit and watch that? <laughs> nah, that's not happening. <laughs> Are you yawning on air right now? I am sorry, people. Wow. Brutal. Because we're talking about Bachelorette, like your favorite topic. <laughs> All right. So that's a fail. That's a fail. So, so that's a going deep fail. So, since there's no loser, <laughs> I guess we're both drinking. Yeah, I guess we're drinking. We have, we have no other choice. <laughs> yeah, we're going to definitely have to drink. I'm just going to go out on a limb and, and guess there's someone named Alex on the show. And they'll win. I don't know what they win. or <laughs> we're, I'm just going to throw that out there. So if someone named Alex does win, I want full credit. Okay. <laughs> I haven't watched the show to know if there's a fucking Alex on I, it. Dude, I think, I, no lie, I got maybe half an hour into the show, and it was just like, oh, fuck, I'll do it for John. Like, I'll do it. I couldn't. <laughs> after a while, I just had to turn it off. It was, like, hurting my brain. I mean, it's not, it's not that bad. It's just nothing interesting for me. Like, there are so many worse shows, I get that. Like, it is just The Bachelorette. But to just sit there alone, it's like, I come home from work, I'm like, okay, time to relax, watch something I want, grab a beer. It's not The Bachelorette. I think one of the things that was crazy about it when I was watching it was, most definitely, <laughs> I watched the first episode, and it was all, like, the review of who The Bachelorette was. It was, okay. this, it was this girl that was on from another episode, like a prior season mm-hmm. and she was the bachelorette now so she lost she lost on another oh, one yeah. and now she she is the bachelorette okay all right okay so i was like okay i'm pretty sure that was a whole like first show and then from there i stopped it i was like, okay i'm done episode one let me go to episode two where they start oh you got through a whole episode no i watched <laughs> about 10 minutes of it and i just skipped forward through the stream. I don't blame you, dude. I was like, okay, she's talking, she's talking. Don't really care about this person. I'm going to skip this. Boom, skipped it. I was like, okay. And then I started seeing some of the guys. Got about halfway through these guys. And, you know, they, to be honest, they all looked, to me, kind of the same. They have the same formula. One kind of, one black They all guy. got that same haircut that everybody has nowadays. Yes. It's like that short sides with the gelled, like, soccer player front that our buddies even have. Yep. Like, every, they all look the same. They all do look the same. Yeah, chiseled jaw, <clears throat> good looking, that same haircut. One all, Asian, all, one black yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then you have, you have the, you have the people. You can't have just white. They have a little bit of the backstory on each person. The guy's like, you know. I'm a business major, or I'm doing this, I'm a stay-at-home dad, my, w- my wife passed away, or somebody, this, that, and the other. And it's like, okay, so you could, you, you're going to try to build a relation with relationship with all these people. And I'm like, okay, that's a good guy. That's the bad guy. The, ooh, the bad boy's over here. The, the piece of shit frat boy's over here. And it's like, okay. It's like, yes, the same formula for every fucking season is the same thing. Yo, I just find it so funny how people are like, oh, well, I'm, like, searching for true love. I'm not going to be shallow. And yet, all the time, that, like, the one piece of shit guy who is good looking, but he's a total dick and everybody knows it. He always makes it to the final. You always say, oh, I'm not shallow, not shallow. It's all about looks. It's like, yep, I just want to have sex with you. And then there you have that one guy who's like, oh, I'm Jason. I'm a chemical engineer. I own three penthouses, stock and Apple. And I'm doing it. And it's like, well, you know, you you're not the best looking, buddy. I don't know what I don't know how to break it to you. You're not gonna win. You're actually our Mr. Right, but not Mr. Right now. 
you know, going to my mid-30s, really want love. Yeah. I, I've been through some hard times in my little 20s. Okay, buddy. Um, but, and the girl's like, I'm not going to pick this, but yeah. Yeah. He's a really nice guy. Oh, God. I and mean, we've, we've touched on that before. <laughs> yeah, I think we've all touched on the nice guy syndrome. Even even mystics, they're like... Okay. So we're so Bachelorette fail. Yeah. Let's move on to something we've watched that we enjoyed. Okay, since we couldn't get through Bachelorette. Let's move on. Let's move on to our quick movie reviews. How about that? Let, let's like wash the slate, get get that Bachelorette bad taste out of us. Let's talk about a good movie review. Uh, movie this week, John. Well, you said you watched Sicario. I did watch Sicario. Yeah, how was that? Uh, what do you think of it? I liked it. I really wanted to see it in movie theaters, and it's just one of those movies where it's like it never worked out to go see it. Mm-hmm. You know, you want the people you wanted to go see it with, they were busy, you were busy, whatever, it didn't happen. So I've been waiting for it to come out. Yeah. For free, on demand, the movie network. So recorded it, watched it on my own. Benicio Del Toro. That guy kills it. He was honestly the reason that I was excited for that movie because he's one of those actors, almost like Nick Cage, you know, where it's like you could kind of maybe see that they're actually insane in real life, Tom Cruise as well. But man, do they bring it. When you want someone to give it their all and, and to get invested in a character and make the movie, like, plausible and you want to get into it, he's one of those actors, man. It's great. It's fantastic. Benicio Del Toro, Tom Cruise, Mel Gibson, Nicolas Cage. Now, Benicio Del Toro is a lot better than the guys I just named. He, I'm just saying he, he seems like it. He seems like Mel he Gibson be crazy. had his point in time I until, Mel until they started, until that whole slander and stuff started yeah. coming out. He was great. You cannot deny that Mel Gibson was not a great actor. Yeah. He, God damn Fantastic. He needs to come back. He has a new movie coming out, actually. That's crazy. Nice. I want him. But anyways, yeah, um, we can talk about Mel Gibson. He's a great actor. <laughs> he, total loon, off screen, great. Sicario, really great. Not, not, I think some of our friends maybe overhyped it for me. And I'm on like a huge cartel bin right now, you know, watching Narcos and Cartel Land on Netflix. And now this, so I was kind of just like fired up, ready to go. It was excellent. Um, just not, uh, I, I don't know, the story wasn't what I thought, because I, I, I knew nothing going into it. Yeah, same. Yeah? What did you think? You know, at first, I thought the movie was going to be more like, um, what's that movie with Jamie Foxx, Jennifer Gardner? Oh, yeah, god damn, uh, not Kingdom? Kingdom. Kingdom? Is yeah. that it? I thought it was going to be more like Kingdom. Yeah. So that's what I was expecting. And it was nothing like Kingdom. Except for desert. <laughs> yeah, really. And then, like, really a road scene. And a road scene. So in my mind, I was like, okay, this is something that has to do with kind of like Kingdom, but a different twist, but with mm-hmm. drugs. Mm-hmm. Did not go that way at all. And I was a little bit... Uh, I enjoyed it. And every little piece, a little bit of twist. For me, it was slow. Yeah. But it was good. You know, at the end, at the end, it blew my mind. Right, I was like, "Oh shit!" So, that movie, I'd give a brown belt. A brown belt. <laughs> okay. Because we said we're doing karate. We're doing karate either. belt reviews. Okay. So, brown belt's before black, right? Okay, and then we're saying black is like creme de la creme. Yeah. So you're saying so pretty much kind of brown's like an eight, eight and a half out of ten. Yeah. Okay, we you know we have to find out like the lower views right now, because I know no other colors except for white to be really crappy and black to be. I'll do brown as well. 
<laughs> I'll do brown as well. Like like you said, not what we were expecting. I don't know what I was expecting really. I think maybe like seeing the preview of that, the highway scene. I was thinking it, you know it was more gonna be they were transporting some guy and they were going to have to deal with getting out of Mexico, U.S., you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. I didn't think, so, I didn't think it was going to be just a small scene that kind of progressed the story. I thought that was going to be the main part. So I was looking for uh, more, I guess, heavy gun action. It was okay. We'll go brown belt. We'll go brown belt. <laughs> you're looking up, you're okay. John's okay. looking up the karate belt. So right I now. looked up the international karate daigaku. Right. White is the lowest. Yeah, obviously. Then you have white with the yellow stripe. Okay. Then you have yellow, orange, green, blue, purple, brown. And then you have your black belt. Okay. Tenth Dan. Okay. Okay. So so what's before brown? What's before brown? Purple. Purple. Okay. Okay, So actually, I guess a carry purple. Okay. I'm going to give it a purple, too. Now that now that we actually have the colors in front of us, we need to save that picture and put it on. <laughs> we we decide to review them by karate belt. We don't even fucking know. <laughs> Terrible idea. No, it's a great idea. It's a bachelorette type idea. All right. So, so Sicario since, purple. Since we have a movie review going, go, uh, a movie review going, which well, I want to do a movie each episode. We, we can. We will. Okay. Let's since we're doing older movies. I also want to do uh, it was it was supposed to be a trilogy, but you end up having four movies. Is Daniel Craig's Bond series? Oof. Okay. All right. Let's, let's do the quick review. Uh, Casino Royale. How'd you feel about that one? Okay. First off, we could do a full James Bond podcast. We could. You and I. But we'll do. We'll do. We'll do. I know we're kind of just rambling a bit, but we'll do your quick James Bond Daniel Craig review. I like that. I love him. I own the trilogy on Blu-ray. Is it the trilogy? Well, okay, trilogy. okay, okay. So I own the... It came out as the trilogy edition after Skyfall. I bought that. I don't have Spectre yet. I did see it with you, right? We saw it in theater. Fantastic fucking movie. Right, okay. So I get the hate at the beginning for Daniel Craig. You know what I mean? He's an Americanized version of James Bond. He's more Jason Bourne. When he came out in 2003, 2004, that's what was the big movies. Yeah. Mission Impossible, Jason Bourne. It was more uh, quick cuts, like camera cuts for fight scenes. It was like heavy. It wasn't your sophisticated Pierce Bronson, who I loved. Even even the later movies for Pierce Bronson, like Die Another Day and all that stuff, yeah. even though they're gimmicky, I just kind of saw them as a kid. I still love them. You know what I mean? Like cars with guns on them, hot women with stupid names. Love it. But also, I think that was also more also the traditional James Bond. For sure, for sure. Right? I bet you, I bet you, they'll go back to that. You watch. I bet you they're gonna go back for like a dapper guy. I, I see that. I, I felt Daniel Craig was very was still dapper. That's not, but yeah, but he's. You know, he's like the Bond at the beginning. He's rough around the edges. That yeah. was the whole point of his Bond. He was still getting his license to kill. He still got emotional, right? Because Vesper in the first yep. movie. Um, so this James Bond is not the James Bond that, like, my dad and everyone grew up with where, you know, he got the girl at the end of the movie and then he just threw her away. He didn't give a shit. This guy, he held grudges. He was emotional. He screwed up. Even though, like, they, when they're filming it in the scenes, his chase running scenes, like... He's falling down. He's breaking through glass and doors. He's like 
getting punched in the face. He's not Mr. Smooth where the bad guy runs down 20 corridors, opens the last door, and James Bond is in the room waiting for him with a lit cigarette being like, what took you so long? You know, <laughs> this guy actually chased you. Yeah. And it's part of the reason that I love the trilogies. So the first movie, Casino Royale, I think it's almost like everybody loves that movie, and how could you not? I mm-hmm. think it's fantastic. And someone who's not really into poker, great movie, great premise, totally on board. Uh, Quantum of Solace, liked it. <laughs> it was great. Uh, so wait, Casino Royale, cas- what color belt? Oh, black. Black for me. Okay. It it definitely cemented Daniel Craig as James Bond for me. And it and it opened up my mind to the new idea of James Bond. Like, let's let's do it. This guy, he gets shit done. I believe that Daniel Craig's James Bond kills people. You know what I mean? It's not like I don't know, just some guy you're like, alright, cool, like he's good with the silencer and stuff. Like, yeah, he could murk people like Daniel Craig, like he will fuck you up. That's what I loved about it. And they brought back the Austin Martin. Oh, that's that's one of my favorite parts. Yeah, you can't you can't like Austin Martin. James Bond in a Tom Ford suit with a silver sleek Austin Martin, nothing better. Little silencer. The music's fantastic. Oh. Uh women again hot. Eva Green, she's gorgeous. So definitely black belt for Casino Royale. Well, how about you? For Casino Royale. Well, you, you jumped into Quantum of Solace, so we'll do yours first. Well, okay, we're just going to do mine? Do okay, yours. so Quantum of Solace, uh, kind of just like a, a quick sequel that they brought out to progress the story. Um, I thought it was good. It was probably the weakest for me out of the four Daniel Craig movies, but still good. If I give Casino Royale a black belt, Quantum is probably purple, or what was the one before it? Brown before black. Yeah, it went black, brown, purple. Purple. Green? Uh, let me open this back up. Come on, buddy. you got to have these karate belts you know going. I do got them going. It was blue. 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 Purple, blue, green, orange. Okay, the, I, was, I would give Quantum a, a blue with purple stripe. You know, it's like a blue and a half. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to give it a blue and a half. Um, and then what? Skyfall. Skyfall. Skyfall, yeah. I thought was amazing. Uh, always liked Judy Dench's M. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's been long enough for the movie that we don't really care about spoilers. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hopefully, everybody has seen the James Bond movie. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you if you haven't seen a four-year-old movie right now. Like, we're gonna maybe spoil some shit for you. <laughs> That's just how it's gonna happen. But uh, thought, uh, God, what's the guy's name from No Country from Old Men? He plays the bad guy, Javier Bardem. Um, Fantastic. Scary guy. Former agent. Mm-hmm. Always a great connection. Love that. Bringing back the past. Really, for the first time, too, kind of delved into James Bond's childhood and his past. Like, Skyfall Manor. Yeah. His parents. Like, you never really see that before. You you hear little hints and stuff throughout the whatever movies. Timothy Dalton, Sean Connery, whoever. But you never really got to see, like, the vulnerable, actual... His life, James Bond's life, where he comes from, and and the connections, and what makes stuff personal for him, and I just think it was, it, those movies are just amazing for like all the subtlety and choreography and cinematic whatever. Probably talking out my ass right now, but you know what I mean. Just like the way they film it, like little things that they film that just help with the story, like Judy Dench M, who he considers a mom, 
her like final scenes are at his childhood house. You know yeah. what I mean? Where he lost his parents beforehand, stuff like that. Like just fantastic stuff like that. I would definitely give Skyfall <clears throat> if Casino Royale is Blythe, the creme de la creme, this one is probably brown belt. I would maybe even give it a black belt. It's like right there. I'd have to I've watched it a bunch of times, I'd probably have to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Which leads to the newest one, Spectre. Alright, let's let's get at it. Loved it. Had a a bit of a problem with the movie and villain. In the fact that my dad's a huge Bond fan and my grandfather was, and you know Spectre and Doctor No and all them, it's that's big. Like that was the big Sean Connery. That's like those were Bond's enemies. Yeah. And I feel like they never really talked about it in the first three movies. Like there were some maybe little hints and stuff. In real life, they didn't get the rights to Spectre and all that till before this newest movie. That's why we, they had Quantum before. Yeah. So I feel like it was kind of shoehorned in a bit. You know, it was like, oh, James, like, I'm the reason behind every problem you've ever had secretly. And, like, we're the big bad guy. And they kind of just, like, shoehorned them in. It would have been, it would have been a much more satisfying if they had kind of been more like, fleshed out during the original three, like, the first three movies. Like, if it had really been leading to Spectre, you know? Like, say, at the end of Skyfall, it's like, you don't you don't see Christoph Waltz's character, but you maybe saw his outline, or you saw, like, the Spectre image or something. Just something to connect them more. I just kind of felt like it was, you know, they got the name of, like, the famous Bond villain. They had to use it, and they, they knew that you'd get, like, asses in the seats. Yeah. So they kind of threw it in. I still loved it. Dave Bautista is freaking amazing as a henchman. And, like, everyone is amazing actors. The scenes are crazy. But just, I would give Spectre purple with brown stripe. So we're doing a purple and a half. Purple and a half. So, I mean, overall, we're looking at a brown series for me. Casino Royale, I think, is the best, obviously. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so so Brown series overall. I love Daniel Craig. I hope he comes back for a new movie, but I'm not sure. I think they're going to bring... Whoever is after him is going to be little Mr. Dapper. What about you? Now that I've gone on a little tangent, like I always do, what do you think of the movies? Okay, Casino Royale? Casino Royale. Loved it. I love poker. I love love the emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, love the Austin Martin. Love the Austin Martins. Plural, because he had two. He had two. Okay. Right. Uh, Obviously. And like you said, like he, he was learning, right? Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of, a lot of aspects to it that I, I just enjoyed and I loved with it. So I give definitely give that one a black belt. And it, like you said, it does cement Daniel Craig as a James Bond, right? <laughs> because it was. I feel like this series, kind of ties in. I'm not saying ties in, but it was. Things were getting a little bit whimsical, I guess, in the 90s and early 2000s, right? Because mm-hmm. Tim Burton and all the, those Batmans were very, ended up being very whimsical and colorful. Right? Very, very cartoon-like. And then all of a sudden, you Christopher, Christopher Nolan, is it, who did the Batman series? Yep. Christopher Nolan, he brought Batman to a, a different direction. That's what I'm saying, with the dark, Bourne movies. The Bourne dark, movies yeah, yes. everything was like quick, dark, gritty, act, gritty. That was the word they fucking loved. Yes. Gritty action. And it was, oh, it's okay, something new. It's not cartoony. So it was, it was nice. Right? I, I thought it was refreshing. 
Mm-hmm. So now I would like to see what they're going to end up going to do. So my Casino Royale for the, re- for the reboot of James Bond. Okay. Black Belt. Mm. So we agree on that. Yep. All right. I like to hear that. All right. Quantum. Quantum Assault. What was yours? You said blue? I said blue with uh, purple stripes. So a blue and a half. I love these movie reviews. We're like talking fucking karate belt colors. It's so stupid. I love it. Um, the weakest out of the four. Yeah. Um, I've watched it a couple times. And it's it's weird. It was weird. They were, what they, they were harvesting moisture in the middle of the desert. They wanted to let people know. Water. Water. Yeah. Man. Well, who was harvesting moisture? That was that was Star Wars. They were harvesting moisture. Yeah. <laughs> Luke's, moisture Luke's. farmers. <laughs> that's what essentially that's what they were doing in the middle of the desert, and like I, great movie, but wasn't. I'll watch it if I got to watch all four of them. In exactly, a row. exactly. I love doing that when a new movie comes out. I have to watch all of them in a row, and yeah. I'll watch Quantum then. And the thing with Quantum Souls, I did like was. It helped a little bit more with the backstory of Daniel Craig and the story of the transition through up James Bond. The rest of the story, didn't really care for. Well, it was like the first Bond movie, too, where it just it starts right after the last movie. Yeah. You know, they never did that. It's like Bond always ended in bed with the girl. Mm-hmm. Three years later, the next movie comes out. The chick's gone. He's on a whole new mission. And you never even hear about the chick again. It's yeah. just a lay for him. Exactly. This one, it was the first Bond movie to start right after. So what? So what's your, what's your karate belt? Solid blue belt. Solid blue belt. Okay. Just a blue. Okay. Uh, Skyfall. Skyfall. I, I love this movie. I would give Skyfall. Mm-hmm. I like Skyfall because it was different. You know, it, it had you kind of on your beginning of it. They shoot Bond right at the beginning. Right, on the train that fight scene. Oh my god. Yeah, Money Penny. Money Penny, exactly. A, a nice introduction to Money Penny. Yeah. <clears throat> they, uh, they, they, Bond gets shot. Yeah. Falls on this huge bridge. I don't know how the fuck he lived. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He falls off the train, gets shot. Yeah. Gets shot twice. Okay, he's Bond. Just assume he survives. I mean, that's well, not hard. Well, I'm pissed <laughs> if I paid 14 bucks to go to a fucking movie all of a sudden. It's like, Credits and Bond got shot. Really? You didn't went. like that intro? No, I liked it. Yeah. I'm saying if it if it just ended there, the credits spend 14 bucks and. Well, yeah. <laughs> if I spent 14 bucks on a three and a half minute movie, I'd be pissed off too. Imagine doing that. It's like you go to see Bond. It's three minutes long. He dies before the intro credits. And you're like, okay, great. So I'd be pissed too, man. Obviously, man. You're like, okay, and then because I thought he was gonna be rogue. Like like a rogue agent. Mm. The way the the trailers made everything going against going, like the British against, government. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, he comes back. He has all these difficulties because he is an older gentleman, as you as we all know. Like, supposedly, <clears throat> what I guess late forties, early fifties. Yeah, definitely. I, I get the early forties vibe. He's like 40, 41, 42. You know, he's definitely not. Fit. He's having these issues. Got shot in, shot in the shoulder. Still has bullet shells in him, and he has a lot of obstacles. He has to go. Go through. Yeah, his, his aim's not bes- good. He can't keep the gun. His mental st- stability's not there. Yeah. And he's a lot of things. So it was a nice transition to see that, like I said before, Bond is human. He's not this robot who just shoots people and has no deal, deal with it. Able to run kilometers on end without mm-hmm. breathing. You actually saw a physical person. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to have that kind of relationship with him. Yeah. You know, so, so- Skyfall, on my, on my uh, karate, 
uh, I would say I'd give this one. There's no like brown with a purple stripe, so I'm gonna <laughs> gonna hint this one towards more. I'll give it a brown. Okay, all right. Skyfall's a brown. Almost there. That was, so it's almost a great film. Well, it is a great film. It's almost a perfect film. Yeah. Okay. And Skyfall for you again was purple with brown. Yeah. Yeah. Also, my favorite car, the original Sean Connery, Austin Martin, yes. Skyfall, where he brings that thing out. Oh yeah, oh, classic car. If you can find a photo of that, <clears throat> that's my phone wallpaper too. Uh, <laughs> Prince, Prince Harry, was it? No, not Prince Harry. Which one? Which Prince was it? Who recently got married to Kate Middleton or what the fuck? William. William. Yes, Prince William. He had that car for uh, on his wedding, and he drove off. Oh, of course he did. And she's gorgeous. I love her, by the way, Kate Middleton. If if you're listening. Yeah, we love you, Kate. We know you're a big fan. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) Okay. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks. Okay, and finally, Spectre. Spectre. Final Bond movie for our quick Bond review of the Daniel Craig trilogy. What are you giving the Karate Bell for Spectre, John? Oof. I've only seen this once. That's true. We haven't seen it since we saw it in theater. So I have to rewatch this movie. Okay, so we're going to rewatch Spectre, obviously. Loved it. Uh, you know, there's not many movies I don't love. Well, actually, there's tons of movies I don't love. I just don't like talking about the ones I don't love. Um, Spectre, seen it once. I really wish I'd seen it a couple more times to give a, a better review of this movie. Mm-hmm. And it's been a while since I've seen it about over. But it, when did it come up? Last year. Last year. Yeah. yeah. So it's been a, quite some time since I've seen it. Had the Austin Martin check. Had the suit. Check. I had Daniel Craig in that it. opening scene in Mexico City with the yeah. skeleton mask and the building collapse, that's one of the best Bond scenes for Daniel Craig in the whole movie series. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, when that began, I was like, oh, shit, okay, like, I'm ready to go. But that it, it also, that opening scene yeah. was almost a, also a perfect mix of a refined James Bond because so, he was still very dapper, he was very... Yeah, he just kind of fixed the suit when it collapses, it's, yeah. Exactly. And you kind of see him, that more transition, like you said, into that refined James Bond who's kind of there before the bad mm. guy's there. Yeah. So it kind of give you a very good like transformation, James Bond, right. into professionalism. Okay, so review. Okay, so what, what belt are you giving it? This one? I feel like you're going to say brown belt again. Yeah, I'm giving it a brown. You're giving it a brown. I'm giving it a brown belt. All right. So John... Has pretty much reviewed for a brown belt teetering on a black belt. His is almost, it's almost a perfect film series for him with a few minor things here and there and Quantum being the weakest. The same thing goes for you, man. So so we'll end our little Bond thing here, our little quick review. We should do the old Bond movies. That would be great. Uh, great, great movies. If you have not seen the Daniel Craig Bond, give him a chance. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. All right. Hey, I like these little movie reviews, man. I love watching movies. So anytime you want to do this, let's do this. Going deep in movies. Going deep at the movies. All right. Uh, so I guess now... Something's been trending really big also right, lately. I guess we should talk about the biggest news in the world at this moment, John. The biggest news. Biggest news. Affecting countries all over. Civilians are getting up. They're walking. They're storming out. They're getting together. Four. They're, they're congregating. It's not Donald Trump. It's not Black Lives Matter. No. It's not shooting police. It's something important. What is it? Gotta catch them all. Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon Go. The number one thing 
in the world right now, and anybody listening to this podcast, they didn't give a fuck about James Bond. Whatever this title we name it is going to have something in Pokemon in the title. This is what they're going for. Bond catches them all. Bond catches them all. (laughs) Bond catches them all. I like that. Okay, so this episode is titled Bond Catches Them All, a Pokemon Go story. So you have Pokemon Go. I do. You're part of this. I'm part of... I'm not part of the accidents of the world of people trying to catch her. Crazy. Bullshit on the highway. Yeah, crazy. Um, Absolutely insane sometimes. Okay, it's a little bit funny. Okay, because we have two generations playing Pokemon Go, right? Okay. When you were a kid in grade... What is it? Came Pokemon came out in 98, 90, 97. 97 in North America. Yeah. So it came out in 96 in Japan when Pokemon... I was, so I was nine years old. Yeah, Pokemon Red and Green came out in Japan. I was the perfect age to just right. go head... I just, I just went deep. I was going deep into Pokemon. Yeah. And then it came out Red and Blue in North America. Okay, so it went Red and Green, then Blue in Japan, and yeah. then it went... Red and blue in North America, and then yellow, because yellow followed the Ash Ketchum story yeah. of the TV series. That was the one Pikachu followed you. Yep. We grew up with this, and then you obviously had uh, silver and gold, and then sapphire and whatever, yada, yada, yada. And then we also had the card game also with our generation that came out in 99. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had so many Pokemon cards. Yeah. Hey, you Pikachu came out and Pokemon Snap and yada yada for the for the Nintendo for the Nintendo sixty four and the Game Boys. See, I, I only played the like actual Game Boy Pokemon games, oh, just, blue red. I that just that was my the whole I know advertising. That stuff. was my jam, man. Yeah. I remember my mom. I had to be what ten, eleven. My little brother, maybe five, six. My mom took us out to go see the Pokemon movie. If you remember that movie, I do. And that was fucking great at the movie. I remember being like ten, eleven, being like embarrassed going with my mom because you're a little kid, right? Yeah. Everything embarrasses you, and just like didn't want anybody to see me. But I had the time of my goddamn life, and you got like a free Mewtwo card with it. Oh, wasn't the f- yeah? I re- I still remember Saint Saint Gabriel's, my elementary school. I would bring my Game Boy with blue or red, and I would battle on the like oh, schoolyard. Pokemon was my jam, and now it's back. It's back. It came back with a vengeance, and it's like cool. It's it, cool, by the way. Dude. <laughs> what's fucked up is that it hasn't gone anywhere. It just died out. Yeah, it died for, out. As we grew older, but you either stayed a diehard. Yeah, but you still have kids now. Yeah, even before this came out, and they still have Pokemon. Stuff like on TV, they still have Pokemon games. Wanna, and all of a sudden, they came up with an app. They came up with an app, and I think people have been thirsty for po- for Pokemon to come out as an app. Nintendo should have done this. Just turn all their old games into apps, and people would have gone nuts. People have gone nuts with this, as it is a Pokemon Go. Well, because you, know you know what happens once we start hitting our late 20s, early 30s? Nostalgia kicks in. Because there's everything that you thought was cool as a kid and you loved, right? And then you get to like 17, 16, 18, 19, 20 years old. Shit's not cool anymore. You're, you're trying to be cool, okay? Pokemon's not cool. You're like, oh, it's lame and stuff. And, you know, everybody, nobody wants to admit that they do that stuff unless you're a diehard. Now that we're older and we just don't give a fuck, now it's cool to love the stuff you used to love when you were a kid. It's fantastic. Everybody's into it. I'm at work talking like manual labor guys. And the one guy, 
is like, hey, you guys want to go on a coffee run? And we're all like, yeah, we all fucking know you're going to the gym down the goddamn street. <laughs> we look out the window. Buddy's got his four ways on in the middle of the road outside the warehouse. We know he's battling someone. It's like, bro, what are you doing, man? Like, this guy never wants to go for coffee runs. And now all of a sudden he is? Okay, that's Pokemon. As we all know it. Today, we're, like, I have a game and, like, I didn't know what the fuck a Pokemon stop was and stuff. Like this little, little checkbox check. Check off areas you go, you spin little things, a little picture of the area, Google Maps, and you collect, get, get like three, four freaking Pokeballs. You might get an egg, you might get whatever. Okay, yeah, I don't have it yet. It's so. okay, I'm, j- I'm just telling you. I know, what, I'm, I'm glad okay. that I know now. Yeah. So, then all around you get little notifications with the Pokemon when they up and you get to, you get to catch them. Okay. It's it's pretty fun, it's pretty addictive, I'm not gonna lie. And people are like, hey, John, you wanna go to the Pokestop? I'm like, man, I'm working. I have work to do. I can't just go and go to the Pokestop. Oh, yeah, but you can go only go every half hour or whatever to certain ones. So you have to go back. They want to go back there. They want to walk around and catch them. I'm like, yo, we still have work. I can't be paid to catch Pokemon. <laughs> as stupid as it sounds. And you see my, I see my freaking Facebook going off with people. Pokemon Go, Pokemon Go. And I'm like, man, this is fucking nuts. It's, it's crazy. It's too much. Honestly, man, the reason I haven't got it yet, and like I said, I loved Pokemon as a kid, is I don't want it to take over my life, man. I just, I know, I know I'm going to be that guy where it's like, once I start, I will want them all. I'm going to be going out. I just, I can't do that to myself. <laughs> I just you know don't want to get obsessed with Pokemon again. The positive thing, though. What? People are leaving their houses to go out. And it's fucking creepy because after work last night, I work, I, I, after work last night, I went out and I was like, you know what, maybe I'll get a few Pokestops before I go home. I live in a small town. There's three real close by and real close vicinity. Get in my car, I drive by, and it's about 11.30 at night, so it's, it's dark outside. And there's teenagers and people outside these places with their phone, and all you see is the blue hue from their phone just around these like groups of four or five people. It's ridiculous. It is absolutely fucking ridiculous to see all these people hovering around their phones. It was almost creepy. Yeah, it is. It is kind of creepy. <laughs> we could see my girlfriend like poking her head through the goddamn studio window. Okay. <laughs> um, I yeah, I haven't got it yet. It's kind of crazy though. Everybody at work's obsessed with it. Like I'm sitting in the lunch room during lunch. I can't even join the fucking conversation because everybody's talking about goddamn Pokemon, and I I want to get it. I want to play it. You know what though? I have the Nintendo DS, whatever, like the newest Game Boy. I got that as a Christmas gift. A couple years ago, and I got uh, Pokemon Pinball and something else. Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong 64 remade, which is amazing. I feel like I just want to go out and buy the game for Game Boy. Right. Instead of getting Pokemon Go. I would love to have the original. I walk enough at work, and I don't want to, like, deal with... Like, okay, we have a mutual friend who lives in Nashville, and... Sometimes I follow her Snapchat because she's like into Pokemon Go, obviously, because she's always into this shit. And the stuff you see in Nashville, these big American cities, she's in a, a two to three hour line of traffic to go to a random park. And everybody is in this two hour traffic outside their car on their phone playing Pokemon to catch one like like a Vaporeon or something like not even like one of the really sick. Pokemon. Like, it's not a Charizard. It's not a Mewtwo. It's like a goddamn Eevee thing. Apparently there's a video. It's crazy. Of people 
stopping on the highway, causing yeah. accidents to go catch a Mewtwo. Yo, I saw one where these two guys T-boned each other because they were looking down at their phones going after Pokemon. My God, people. Oh, They're not crazy. real Pokemon. <laughs> people are hyped, though. People, people are hyped. hyped. I can tell people, you just wait till like, the second or third upgrade on the app when they start adding stuff. Like, that's what I'll be looking for. It is crazy. It's fun. You can't even battle each other. You have to go to the gyms. Yeah, and it's like you fight a computer, right? It's not like you actually fight another person. You fight them, but it's like a computer controlling them. Yeah. Yeah, you can't just like sit outside your gym, spend your whole life trying to defend it, <laughs> fighting people. That's what I thought at first. I thought like when you owned a gym, these guys were talking like you literally had to drive to this gym every night to defend it and battle people. So it's a bit better that the computer does it. It's crazy. It's the fucking nuts. It's insane. It's crazy. I can't, be- I can't believe it. Like, yeah, like apparently they bought like the movie rights for it now. They have. Apparently a Pokemon Go movie is going to come out. I'm, su- I'm surprised Nintendo t- did not do this before. It- it's nuts. And I, I really think... I'm surprised Nintendo... Now that somebody else owns this... Yeah. They should come out, I believe. I signed some guys at work. And Nintendo should have done this. They should have done an open world concept. Kind of <sighs> like World of Warcraft... Or something like that for Pokemon. Absolutely. And that shit would have gone crazy. It would have gone viral. Of course it would I would have bought... I would have taken a loan to get a, t- a better TV. Are you kidding me? Those massive worlds in the Game Boy game where they had like a snow place and waterfalls and a volcano, a city, jungle. An open world game. You get to like your first Pokemon, whoever you choose, you catch. It doesn't have to be Pikachu or whatever. They follow you around. And yeah, you just battle these creatures. Battle people. Man, they would have made a killing. I always said that open world Pokemon and open world Star Wars games should have, like GTA style. That'd be so sick. I would love to play that. Speaking of Nintendo, though, they're getting my hard earned cash near Christmas because they're making a new Super Nintendo. You saw that? Yes. A mini Super Nintendo remade with the controllers with 30 games built in Mario 1, 2, 3. Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr., like Diddy Kong, uh, Mega Man, I think like uh, that Falcon FX Zero, whatever the hell that game was. Like that's built into it. It took them this long to do that. It's sold. It's sold. That's my gift this year. I want a Super Nintendo. Yeah. So if they're smart, Nintendo could really blow up this next year, two years. Like they could be the king of video games. And I own a PlayStation 4, and I love that. I'm always a PlayStation guy. But goddamn, you give me an open world Pokemon game and a, <laughs> and a Super Nintendo that oh. works with HDMI. Yeah. Get out of here, John. Take my goddamn money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, D Pierce. Thank you for listening. We're you this know what? It's been a good one. It's been. And you know what? We're gonna talk about Pokemon Go again because I'm right now. I'm on the brink of almost getting it, and we people keep talking about it. Now we're talking about it. I can't get away from it. Amen. Before I got here, I had to do a lap, a lap around the block. I bet you did. I hope it was just a rat attack. No, whatever I got the a, hell his name I, is. I got a Persian. A Persian? <laughs> yeah. Like Giovanni. <laughs> You're talking to Persian or you just took a cat from the street? Oh, wow. He's showing me the Pokemon right now. <laughs> Persian. Go back. Go back. Uh, go back to your Pokemon. Jinx. <laughs> that ugly bitch. Electabuzz. Yo, sweet. Cubone. Did you name your Charmander Ninja? J Ninja. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Seal, where do you, 
Who did you start off with? I started out with the uh, I started with the with the Charmander. And you have a Squirtle. And I have a Squirtle. I caught like three Squirtles. I caught one today after work. Oh, stop it! I'm gonna have to get this. Got an Oddish. Oh my yes. god. Yeah, I have forty six Pokemon. <laughs> wow. I've been geeking out, but I'm like. I don't have enough time to go sit there outside of gym and start battling. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I just catch you for the nostalgia. I might have to do that. I'm just. I'll try not to like go. I just. I'll have to, man. I say it right now, but I. I know I'll be one of those people that goes nuts. I can't do it. God damn it. All right, guys. All right. It's been yeah. a good time. Yeah, it's been a good time. I'm gonna be getting Pokemon Go. Good talking. So good movie reviews. We got to do another movie review. We got to talk about another movie. We got to see. Something. Something. You know, we're, doing, we're doing a review every goddamn episode. Okay, so what's coming out is Jason Bourne. We can yeah. do the Bourne series. Well, I want to see that in Star Trek. All right. Star Trek looks sick, but Jason Bourne is probably my number one right now. Let's go see Jason Bourne. All right, let's go see That's Jason our thing. Bourne. And, the and we'll, the we'll review. Yeah. Beautiful. All right, D-Peers. You sexy D-Peers out there right, listening man. to us. <laughs> we love it. I still love that that's the name. All right, guys. Uh, there's a couple full. Mm. Every time he says that, huh? Every time. Peace out, y'all.